yeah. All right, we live now, Pim. What's up, brother? What's up? <laughs> My guy, what's going on, bro? Nothing much, kid. What's up with you, man? Man, life good is to catch good. up with you. So I think the last time I seen you was it a year or a year two years ago? Ah, man, I don't know why my camera's yellow like this, but uh, I, I don't know, man. It, it I hope it hasn't been two years, man. I think. It I hope it's not been two years. I think it might have been. Ah, man, that's terrible, man. I think it might have been. I think that's last terrible. year when you were here, something came up. Yeah, yeah. I think it happened a couple of times. Oh yeah, yeah. And I we were gonna cancel that, and then I, I think at the at the last minute we last minute you did it. And he was yeah, like, I, come and scoop you. And I was like, no, because I already yeah. had to up with somebody. Right. And that I was, was it. Like, you know what? We'll just link up another time. That was it. Yep. I yep. think that was the last time I seen you. And then after that, that was I was it. like, next time you're here, if you just need to crash, just crash. Like, I got a decent place. Like, you don't, you ain't no big. Well, ne next time we'll do that, man. Next time we do, I'll stay over a day with my pops and day with you, man. He's going through yeah. it. Like, I told you, tough right now. So. And I'm right up the street from him, so it, it should be okay. Oh yeah, yeah, be smooth, yeah. Yeah. So what's up, man? I got a, got the I got the ginger brew, man. Ginger, is that ginger, ginger beer? Ginger beer, man. I love oh, ginger beer. Light, yeah. This is light. This is light. But the Goya, the Goya ginger beer. You tried that one? Uh yeah. Oh, yeah. I tried that one. Put some hair on your chest, boy. That one put some hair on your chest. This was weak. You're right. This is me. That's like it's it's all good as long as you're in your zone, you know. I got <laughs> wine this time, you know, it's late, you know. But you like you you a dry man or huh? You like it dry or man, that's you like your wine dry? Say, uh that is a cab, cabernet. So you yeah, I, I prefer dry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a sweet wine drinker because I don't really get the point of that. I'm a sweet guy, man. Not yeah. super sweet, but like a uh, um, uh, it's, it's escaping me right now. Okay, yeah, I see. But, the thing about it, like, if it's gonna be a sweet wine, it can't be, it can't be overly sweet. It can't be like a like dessert or something like that. It has yeah. to be something where it goes well with the pairing of food. And I know I may sound like a snob to some people when I'm saying that, but you know, um, if you know, you know. Yeah, you know, I th I just think that I'm not one of those guys that want to sit around and just sip something because it tastes like Kool-Aid or, or sugar. You know what I mean? I agree. I, I agree. That's too much. Yeah. Hints of berries and everything else on the palate. You know what I'm saying? I mean, You're it's not. Man. It is what it is. Hey, man. I worked food and beverage for a few years, so I know my shit. I know my shit. You know? <laughs> I, I work very hard at that stuff, you know? I hear you, brother. I hear you, man. I was like, man. Life treat me well, man. Um, you know, it's it, with all the stuff that's going on, man. It's like walking around in the fog, bro. You know, it's like um, I don't know. It's just it's so much stuff. It's like multiple hits. You know what I'm saying? I, I told someone this before. I said it feels like I'm on an episode of Walking Dead or a season. Uh, I hear that, man. I hear that. I feel like I'm just trying to move around these different people and elements, you know, and, and just make that. sure that the people I'm good with, they're surviving. You know, that's all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good, good analogy, man. It, it's tough. It's, it's crazy. It's it's, it's 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 real bizarre. We're living a bizarre time right now, and um, 
I guess they say no time like the present to experience it, but it's just weird, man, just seeing how people live their lives during this time. Um, I feel like certain groups of people, not just outside of my world, but even inside my world, I feel like they've gotten dumber. And that's not to be <laughs> to nobody, but I feel like certain, certain people have gotten dumber during this period of time, you know? I hear you. I hear you. It's very surprising, too. It, you know, we think, think about it's a bit of privilege too man it's like we are so privileged dude you know we're so privileged that you know stuff that other people think about it's like it's not a really a sacrifice it's not really a a big deal we we we, we take it as a, a huge deal man because of the, the privileges that we have man i mean even us as black people even though the country treats us like crap and yeah. you know you know the history of this this place man you yeah. know um yeah. But like my family, I was visiting my family, and it's like they like, like you say, it's a, it, it. They're not even thinking about reality, the facts or anything. It's like everything. Like certain groups of people are responsive or reactive to everything, but they're yeah. not reacting the proper way. They're not processing things, and they're not thinking them. They're just going yeah. along. It's just like whatever happens, they just you know they just react yeah. to. It. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Really want out of people, but it plays into the hands of those who really want things to go that way. Um, yeah, I'm a reactive person. You know that I'm a reactive person. I'm not gonna bother you unless you bother me. But That's in right. the process of that, I'm gonna think it out. You know, and, and we're right. not seeing that a lot. We're not seeing that a lot. That's right. know, me, I'm kind of like with life. Um, if we compare it to boxing, I'm a boxer puncher, but for the most part, I'm a counter puncher because I'm. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I've had to counter punch a lot, you know. You can't yeah, yeah. Here, you can't go here. You can't do this. You can't do that. So I've yeah. had to counter punch. But yeah. for the most part, if I know I'm in my lane, I'm boxing my way through, and then I'm gonna hit you every now and then to let you know that I can hit very hard, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Similar to the life that we're living right now, where you're you're looking at the political landscape. Um, you're looking at your your own neighborhood and the things that are going on, and you're just adjusting to these things, and you're trying to counterpunch and react to everything. But I, I don't think everybody's reacting the, the correct way, and it, it's not to say anything bad about anybody, but it's just to say that I think more people should not just react, but think about things before you react. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. You should just think before they react. I really do, and I think. Um... I don't know with, with this whole thing, man. I, I think we we choosing we choosing the best of two evils, man. It's always like that with us, you know. Man? It's the best of two evils, and um, I'm not um, really happy about either choice, bro. I just know, you know what I mean, like, ugh, you know. Yeah, it's, it's just like, look, I'm gonna press this button and pick that, but here we go, That's right. more shit. That's right. You know. That's right. Yep. 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 Yeah, it's like you, you hope to pray for the best, you know. Yep. Yep. And that's and it, you know, it's it's unfortunate, uh, and, and it speaks to this other thing you said about um, the dumbing down of society, right? Like, I mean, you, you you said it. You said it. Nobody's nobody's thinking through this thing, right? They're just running to what they think the answer is, and they're not running in a way that is very. Um, uh, measured, 
it's not measured at all. Yeah. It's, it's just sad, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is. It's sad. I think that's also why uh, I think this country as a whole, uh, the education system needs to be improved. But we know yeah. why it hasn't been, right? We're like, we know there's yeah. a plot and a plan to things like this. Like, we get that. Uh, we understand within the black community that there is this thing called the, the school to prison pipeline, right? Sure. We're going to build more prisons and less schools. Uh, yeah. And as we do that, we'll take away the proper schooling from you. So by the time you enter high school and you're 14 and 15, you're going to realize that you don't like this shit. And you're probably gonna drop out. You're gonna sell drugs. You're gonna probably try to get a job, right? Yeah. When those things don't don't work out, and there is no opportunity for you, you're gonna end up dead or in jail, right? So yeah. we understand the school to the uh, school to prison pipeline exists, and these are things that are being uh, heavily promoted in areas where we're from. So uh, yeah. it's I, I would like for education to be more of a, a bigger thing in our communities. If we can spend hundreds of billions of dollars or $50 billion on a defense pro uh, budget and not need to be worried because it's more of an offensive thing than defense. Like no one's really fucking with us. Um, yeah. I think we should be way more, way more worried about education and science, you know, the progression of, of humanity and being able to take care of, of, of humanity, you know? I agree, bro. I don't even know why we're, we're spending money on war, right? Because yeah. it's like the next closest country, you know, is, you know, let's just say nukes, for instance. Let's just say nukes, fucking nuclear warheads, right? You know, it's like we're at 250, and the next closest country is at like 25. Like, what, what are we spending money on defense for? Like, what? what's the point, right? It's... It's the same old kind of power struggle, man. If we are spending money on the defense budget, I think that money should be more catered to the mentality and psychology of those who have been to war, you know, our war, vet, our war, yes. our war veterans. Yes. They need to uh, learn how to heal and how yes. to process life after war, being in, in, in situations where they have risked their life for this country. And I agree. they come home to nothing. You know what I mean? Okay, and they come home to an existence that they don't they, they don't feel acquainted or appreciated in. You know what I mean? And I agree. I know that for a fact for talk from talking to some of them. And he said, Man, the hardest adjustment was just coming home and, and people not even knowing that I sacrificed my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they the freedoms that they have. And although that conversation was very deep and I'm not gonna get so far into it. There are certain things I think should be in place for them when they do come home. Uh, I agree, brother. You send, send these young men and women to war to fight for our freedom, so we say, so we think. And then when they come home, you know, they can barely get benefits. They can barely get taken care of. Uh, the medicine, the medicines that are being prescribed for them are bad. Um, yeah. The proper care that we're giving them, it, it doesn't exist all the time. So uh, no, that's exactly. just me. From what I've seen, I'm not saying that's every. No, no, no. You're 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 running on point, and it's it's not. I mean, it's 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 most of the time. Yeah. To be quite honest with you, I mean, you know, my background. I got a degree in psychology, and when I was in San Diego, I used to counsel Navy SEALs and Marines, 
and and they used to tell me, and, and all these guys are like young, man. They're in their early twenties, you know, mm. um, with all kind of issues with these the dual diagnosis, whether it's uh, depression or post traumatic stress disorder, mm. some kind of alcoholism, some kind of drinking, heavy drinking, and some kind of depression or trauma. Yeah, you know? and and most of those guys say, man, they feel so they're so upset when they come back and they see civilians, everyday people, just taking life for granted. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Not trying their best, you know, or when they go to the store and they see all of these options that people have and they just take it for granted. They're like, man, we hate that. We can't stand that because yeah. um, we fought for these freedoms and you all are not even, you know, you, you take, you're taking them for granted, you know? You don't even care. They really hate it, man. Yeah. Most of those guys, they hate it with a passion. You know, or you walking around with fatigues on. Why do you got yeah. fatigue on, dude? You know, like, you don't have a clue what those fatigues are about. That was those, something I was never with, and, and I'm not knocking nobody for doing it, but sure. because I know brothers who went to war, cousins that I have that did their uncle, uh -huh. I never wore, like, the the fatigues because I understood what that was. And right. you're talking about guys who were in trenches, you know, did making right. boxing, right. and they were risking their lives That's uh, right. to defend. So I understand still why I wouldn't wear them, but uh, it, it's when they I know when they see it and they're talking about it, it's like, dude, that that's disrespectful to to us. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. on that, on a kind of another subject, but in the realm of that, I heard that a soldier told Colin Kaepernick to kneel instead of yeah. sitting down. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. 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 Because they fight for our rights. Yeah, he said he saw him kneeling. He, I mean, he told him, saw him sitting down because he wasn't going to stand for the national anthem. Right. Said, hey, brother, I'd appreciate it more if you kneeled instead instead of uh, sitting down because yeah. to kneel shows, you know, reverence or whatever to the situation. So he yeah. said, that's yeah. what he did. And mm -hmm. we go with this whole uh, rebranding or uh, whatever you want to call it where they say, oh, well, he wasn't he was just—he was being an asshole, or, or he was disrespecting the country. And you can't say that because you weren't there and you don't know why he did it. You know, same yeah. thing with Mahmoud Abdul Raouf. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Go in the back. That's and a good one. That's so, a good one. Way back. Yeah. Yeah. He decided to stay in the back and and not stand for the for the national anthem. He said yeah. he always went to the back, and the NBA blackballed him because. You know, that was something. But here we say the land of the free, home of the brave. And you're telling people on the, was it the First Amendment, that they can't do these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a twisted it's a twisted way that it works, you know what I mean? Is it twisted? It is twisted. It, it, it just speaks to, to, to the foundation of this country, man. Absolutely. The white supremacist ideologies and mindsets of this country. Yeah, yeah. it's free, but not for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's total freedom. Yeah, but not you. Not you. You can't do that. You can't do that. You know what I mean? And it's like, so you're telling me I can't have an opinion? I can't say what actually matters to me. No, you can't. You know, if it doesn't benefit us, then you can't do it. So that's right. And sadly, but realistically, that's something that's been going on since the 1500s, 1600s, or before, if you want to go. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it's real, it's real. And, and, and one thing that we won't ever forget is the fact that, you know, our ancestors, our parents, 
I know me and yours directly went through this stuff and then oh, yeah. fight to make sure that we could at least be true. And it, that's the crazy part about it, right? Just to be treated as a human being, right? Mm -hmm. Because you had some groups of groups of men decide to get together and say that black people were only three fifths of a human being, that's right? That's right. They, they yeah. wrote that just so they could look down on us and feel like they were uh, superior when actually that was there was an inferiority complex the whole time. That's right. right. I have to that's tell right. you that you're three fifths of a human being. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then those guys, those men, we hold as the founding fathers of this country. We lift them up and we hold them out oh, on a pedestal. Be self -evident. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> those guys are, are created equal. Those guys well, on the we pedestal. Men, remember? We weren't men. We were three fifths right. of a human being. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Property. Your property. You know, you know property. I love that type of shit because I go back and I look at it and I'm like, hey, man, yeah, I got the wrong one, bro. You know, and the crazy part about it is for those who aren't aware is that we were around when they were writing these amendments and this constitution, these articles. Absolutely. We were around. And that when I say around, I don't mean around in the in the in the manner of being a butler or a maid or a sex slave or right. a plantation worker. I mean in the manner of sitting there writing the documents with mm -hmm. me and writing mm -hmm. these documents for them. Yeah, yeah. Like we were in the mix of it, you know, yeah. and they don't say that. They don't it's talk about that. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You you have to have some kind of gall, some kind of man, you gotta have some some balls to yeah. do something like that, man. Yeah. You know, and, and and let's 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 just spread this to the whole world and the damage of colonization, which I think about all the time. Nobody ever talks about that, right? So, you know, the, the scramble for Africa, which happened in Belgium, in Belgium, you know, 1950s, 60s. So all these European countries, you know, the Brits, uh, the Belgians, the Portuguese, the French, all these guys came together in a room and said, hey man, you take Nigeria, you take South Africa, you take Cameroon, you take Kenya, you know, you take Zambia. And why did they do that? It was for resources. Nobody talks about that. So we look at Africa like it's some shithole country or, or continent, but these guys got all the resources from it. And then you go to Britain and you go to the British Museum and all the, the artifacts of all these great civilizations is in the British Museum. You know, people from Africa gotta go to British to the British to see their stuff. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, it's it's right now. Right. It's a, and then, and then right now it's a debate about that, Pep. It's a debate about that right now going on, where these these countries are saying, "Hey, we want our shit. This is ours. You know, yeah. it shouldn't be in the British Museum. It should be in in Egypt. It should, the, the 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 you know sarcophagus of of King Tut should be in Egypt. It shouldn't be in the in the British Museum. You know, these are our things, man. We want our stuff back. You know? All these artifacts." uh historical documents should be placed back where they came from that's right man period, period. the crazy part about that is we know they're not going to do that and yeah. also uh they've studied and learned so much from those documents that you know why would i give it back to you to learn your own yeah yeah isn't that crazy though and the crazy part about it well not the crazy part the uh i don't know i don't know what word to use but <laughs> the thing about it is that 
these documents uh, were, the, were the crowning jewel of civilization and they were the, the, the foundation for everything that, that, was, that was proposed. You know, like when you look at the Ten Commandments, we know that comes from 2,000 years, 3,000 years, 5,000 years ahead of the Bible even being in existence. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, like you guys got this stuff, but and you told it to us, but it was already there. You know, mm -hmm. even me, I read the I, the I Ching or I Ching, which is uh, the Chinese version of something that had, was already established in Africa, right? So sure, sure. it's 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 amazing that all these artifacts around the world, when you when you talk about them and you bring them, on, they go, yeah, we got that over there. I say, yeah, but where did it come from? It's crazy, man. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. If they don't tell you something, if they don't tell you everything you need to know, all right, we're just talking about America and the stain that's on America. But if you look at all of those cultural artifacts that are so important to, to people's histories and identities, and they're in this one place, you know, which happens to be a, a white European country. Yeah. You know? The Vatican, too. The Vatican has a lot of those stuff, too. Yeah, man. That's a lot of it too. Remember, they they funded they funded slavery. Oh wait, wait, say that again. I missed that part. They funded. Don't don't forget, like uh, the UK, they funded slavery. Like mm -hmm. London Trading Company and the Royal was a Royal African Company, a Royal Trading Company. Like that was yeah, they. Yeah. You know, yeah, the yeah. Chips, cotton, all That's that. True. They funded that. That's they true. told other people from Dutch to Swiss. You know, That's if true. you want to come over there, we'll fund it, but you got to kick back money to us. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, and even for yeah. those who don't know, uh, indentured servitude was a thing when white people got here because they had yeah. to get to the fields and toil in the fields of black people. And when they oh, realized yeah. that they couldn't do the work, yeah, 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 that they weren't strong enough to do the work, they would mm -hmm. go to the banks or they would go to the slave masters who owned the plantations and they would go, yo, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Surely there's a better place for me than to be out there with them Negroes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they would go and say, all right, cool, I'll give you a piece of land over there, but make sure that you pay me back. That's a whole nother story, man. You, you segue into, you, 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 you into reparations, brother. That's no, what the segue is. That. We don't, you know, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> that's a very delicate subject. And if, we, is, if we do say something, we, we have to also say that every nation, that capitalize on it owes us money. Yeah, and that doesn't that, never happen, man. Here's about yeah. it. Any any corporation that you see that's a billion dollar company, way before they 19 something, I know where you got your money from. I know where you got That's right. I know where you got your money from. Come on, man. This, I just want enough for a house, man. Give me enough so I can pay, pay my own house. You don't give me much. You this, know what I'm saying? Them people, them people said we would give you, you all 40 acres and a mule. And mm -hmm. the thing they gave us was a Bible and told us, all right, get the fuck on. Right? Yep. And nobody yep. got 40 acres and a mule. And I think if you if you estimated 40 acres and a mule, if you gave it to like, what, 40 million families, and it wouldn't even be 40 million families, but let's say no. No. 100 families, you know, we would end up like what one third of the United States of America? Yeah, it's it's one third of the United States of America. It's a debt they can't pay. It's a debt they can't pay, man. It's those chickens came to roost. They can't pay those. They can't pay it. I don't have that discussion, man. But it's yeah, it's like if we even say it, say so. 
the Germans have paid off the Jews. We to this day, the, well, America to this day probably comes out of Ache. We pay off the Jews. And, uh, the Chinese have been paid off. The Japanese have been paid off. Everyone has gotten their money, but it's one group of people. But but the Germans also every year have a day of atonement, right? For the Holocaust. They 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 come back and they say, hey, we we we're sorry for what we did. To, to the to the Jewish you know the Jewish people, yes. not us. We don't give a damn atonement. We don't get a anything, man. Do that, but out of respect for the Jewish community, I salute that. However, there were what twenty thousand black people that were killed in the process of that before all that happened. Sure, yeah. He said, "Bring me the Negroes so I can make shoes and what is it? Shoes and coats out of their skin." And he killed a bunch of black people as well. So, I mean, I gotta, I gotta catch up on that now. Yeah. So read his book, Mind Camp. He has a book called Mind Camp. Yeah, text it to me. Text it to me. Yeah, I got you, bro. You know. Okay, I gotta read that. It's on that shelf somewhere. <laughs> on these other shelves. Oh, behind you there. Yeah, man. That ain't a prop. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, You're moving. It's good talking to you, brother. Talk to me, man. Let's get let's get into uh, something else. Uh, um, so, what, what, um, what is your profession right now? Well, I'm a I'm an architect, um, but I'm working on my license right now to be licensed. So I, can, I couldn't hear you. I'm an architect, but also, um, you know, I'm not licensed yet, so I'm working on that license. And to be licensed, you have to take six tests and um, a, a slew of hours. You know, like a like a apprenticeship. It's not an apprenticeship, but it's similar. So we have to work five thousand hours under a firm, and then we take six tests. Okay. So um, I got I got four more to take. Um, actually, got one in a couple of weeks. So man, I'm just trying to you know pass those tests and and get licensed and do my own thing. Okay. Excuse me. No, you all right? You all right? So, so uh, do you have to take those tests back to back to back, or do, can you take them over a process of a certain amount of time? Yeah, so once you pass that, once you, it's predicated on once you pass the first test, you have a five-year period to pass the other, the other five. Uh -huh. And if you don't pass them within that five-year period, you have to start all over again. Mm. So, you know, so it's, and, and it, it's amazing how time flies on you, man. You pass that first test, you think you got a lifetime, but five. Look at this. It's been two years since me and you talked. Yeah, man. I don't. I, it don't even feel like two years, bro. No, no. Since the last time I seen you and hung the phone. Because time flies. Time, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, how did you get into drafting? Um, I so, mean, how did you get into architecture? I'm sorry, I, I said draft. I'm thinking about. Myself. No, that's all right, bro. I know what you meant. But you know, um, as a kid. You know, I was born in Mississippi, and, and I was born, I didn't tell you this, Pep, so I was born right across the street from a cotton field. I was born in Jackson, Mississippi. Okay. I mean, Clarksdale, Mississippi. But, but when I was raised, I was raised across the street from a cotton field. And every morning, I would see my grandmother and my uncles, you know, put on straw hats, go across the field, pick cotton, come back home. And um, my my uncle came and brought, got me one day out of nowhere, 
said, hey, he going to Chicago with his mom. My mom is already in Chicago. And on the way there, man, I, I was just amazed by the city, man. You, you come to Chicago, I'm from a cotton field, dude, in the middle of Mississippi, in the middle of nowhere. It's all these bright lights of Chicago, and that, that just, just switched. Just took the switch on for me, man. And I, I wanted to be an architect ever since then. So I came to Chicago around eight and pursued it ever since. All those man. tall buildings with the bright lights and that's it. landscape that's it. and everything. And you just knew, like, okay, I want to do that. I want to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want to be a builder. Exactly. Exactly. That's how it went, man. And I'm never stops. So did you have any influences through elementary while you were here or did it start in high school? Uh, in, in elementary school, I just, you know, I did little basic study stuff, man. I, I started with, and, and it, it's sad, man. All the architecture that jumps out at you in elementary school is all the Greeks and the Romans, you know? So it's the Greek columns and the Roman columns, you know, the entablatures of, of uh, the Greeks and Romans and, and certain styles. And I started studying that. And then I went to high school. You remember Mr. Rodriguez? Who? Mr. Mr. Rodriguez, the architect, architecture drafting teacher. Oh, we was on the, you, cause you guys were on the Anthony Wing with us, right? With oh, drafting arts. But my first experience with drafting was Soretto, uh, Mr. Soretto. Ah, okay, I remember Mr. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Toretto was dope, man. He yeah. was he was kind of like he was very stern, but he was dope because he would come by and if he saw that you were messing up, he would look at you like, "No, you're doing it wrong." He said, yeah. "Get the book and do it over," and yeah. he would throw away your paper, and, and you would get frustrated like, "Yo, I just did all that," but when you realize what you, what he had said, you could go back do it and fix it and get to where he was saying and do it all over again in a smooth manner, you know, because yeah, yeah. is right. So Mr. Toretto yeah. was my first example of that sophomore year. And then after that, it was Chris Awadi. Oh, Mr. Chris Awadi. Yeah, I remember Mr. Chris Awadi, man. Yeah. <laughs> no fucking filter, bro. He didn't care. <laughs> like, when you looked at the grades on his paper, like the people that had grades, he was an animal. Like he didn't, he didn't, he barely passed anybody, bro. <laughs> I didn't have him. I didn't have him. You didn't I have Chris Wadi. No, I didn't. No, no. Chris Wadi was an animal, man. Like he was, he was so like I thought. Soretto, Mr. Soretto was tough. And I got the Chris Wadi, man. Chris Wadi was like, look, if you gonna do this, you're not gonna do it. You get an F. That's just kind of like how he was. It's like F. You know, I mean, even if, you know, I think they say if you show up to class, that's like a C. Yeah. But him was like, if you showed up, that was just, that was an F. You know what I mean? Because you had to, <laughs> for him, you had to do more than just show up. You know, it was just like, <laughs> he said, he, he would tell you, like, they told me, you know, that I had to, you know, the minimum is a C, even if you show up. But yeah. because I know the, the majority of you motherfuckers aren't going to do the work. You're gonna get an F, you know. So at least you motherfuckers could uh, subscribe to getting a D, you know. And I was like, God damn! But then when you go around the hall, the the walls, all his students over the years they got Fs and yeah. man. And only like the brightest ones or the people that really caught on to it, like probably like a Ethaniel Bronson or a Michael Terrell. 
to yeah. call uh, Michael Terrell or, or uh, what was what was um uh, yeah Brittany Marshall but but who was a uh, I forget her name short short Takoa um, Story or somebody not Takoa no 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 man it was with the same group she played volleyball man she had a nasty volleyball uh, oh no. I don't know. I remember her name, but, but if you were in that group, like, cause they were super duper smart. Like I used yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just wasn't on their level, and yeah, yeah, they got they yeah. got the better grades. But Ethan, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was cool with you. He would tell you, he's like, no, nah, you're just doing it wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, nah, you got to do it this way. You got to do it that way. You know, and Chris Chris was, I think, computer aided drafter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, I remember his name, man, but. I never. I don't think I had a class with tough him. motherfucker, man. Tough dude, <laughs> super tough. Because because he didn't. And what I think what he said in class one day was like, what did he say? He said, "For you all, it's gonna be a lot harder. So I can't have any mercy on you. What you want me to give you, I can't give it to you because they're not gonna give it to you once you leave here and you get into the world. They're just not." That's deep right there. And he said that, and I was like, what the fuck are they preparing us for? <laughs> like, what's, what's really, you know, like, what am I missing? And he said, you all think life is hard now? Wait until you get into the real world. He said, this is the, this, he said, these are the years that you should enjoy. Wow. But what I'm teaching you can get you further if you just pay attention and, and get the shit correctly. He said, and if wow. anybody don't understand it, ask me and I'll work with you. But he made people so fucking angry, man. Didn't nobody want to hear that shit? <laughs> I'm dead serious, man. Like, I, and, and to be, uh, salute to Chris Awadi because he had his own, he had his own teaching method. Salute to him, right? Yeah. I punch him in his motherfucking face a couple of times, bro. You know, because his, method, his teaching method, I get it. Now, now that I'm older, I get it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. A, a 15, 16 year old kid is like, I don't understand that. Like, why are you teaching me this way? Because he would say it, <laughs> put it up there, and he would walk away, and he would go like into the back room or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hell knows what he was doing back there. But yeah, you were saying Rodriguez, right? Yeah, Mr. Rodriguez, man. No, I didn't even yeah. have that. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, he was the architecture drafter for because you know we had majors, and that was my major. He was our home teacher for architecture drafting and. And you know, a proud Mexican American brother, man. Um, and, and he was, he was, he was all that, man. He was all that patient, and you know, he pushed us. And I, I just wish, man, when I became an architect, I tried to reach out to him and tell him thank you, you know, for everything he did for us, man. Mm. You know, all of us, you know. And um, just, just found out he had, he had passed. He had passed before I could before I could thank him. So um, I think about that a lot because if it wasn't for him, you know, I don't know if I would be here. Wow. Me. So. Um, so having his class, did it like introduce you into um, other programs? No, it just, it, it's just, so we, so in his class, um, 98, you know, all of us did the new school architectural competition. It's a citywide competition. I don't know if you remember this, but we won the city championship that year for architecture. Oh, shit, I didn't know. So all of us, man, me, Tacoa, Story, Ethan, 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 
Michael Terrell, uh, Terrell Morgan, you know, Brittany. He, he made us some some homemade tur- some white T-shirts. He put city champs on it. Wow. 1998 city champs. Wow. And we, and we went around the school with those shirts, man. We like we like we felt like kings and queens, man. You know what I'm saying? And you should have. You should have. Yeah. So he just knew, you know. Unlike Mr. Chris Wadi, he had his style, you know, that you can appreciate now. You know, Mr. Rodriguez had his style that you could appreciate then. You know, he was just a kind, hardworking. He pushed you, but he knew how to hit those buttons in a in a in a gentle way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, man, I just Chris missed him, man. Was tough, bro. He met the world, man, you know. Chris Awadi so, was tough, bro. Well, Mr. Rodriguez, man, salute, salute man. Mr. Salute Rodriguez. you, guys. I didn't have your class. I probably would have done a lot better if I would have had you. But, <laughs> man, listen, Chris Awadi was fucking tough, bro. I, I remember people saying that, though, man. I just, I just, tough. I didn't have it. Oh, my God. Like, every day I would, I would go in there and was, like, okay, I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna learn something new today. And then after a while, they got to the point where you were just showing up to just show up. <laughs> like you were just showing up because it was just like he wasn't. He wasn't. I guess because there were so many students, he wasn't able to get to everybody. But then yeah. he started opening. I think at one point he started opening up to everybody. Yeah. Not not opening up, I should say, but being available to the students. Yeah. 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 But by that time, it was kind of like, man, fuck you, Chris Awadi. Like, huh? <laughs> like, you didn't, you didn't really care. You were just like, ah, I'm just doing this shit, just be doing it, just because I need a grade out this motherfucker, right? But I know for a fact, like people that were in that class, they didn't like, they didn't enjoy that shit. No, no way, I liked it. I, I know for a fact too. And you had people threatening, threatening him. You know, people. You know, it was all type of shit that was going on. People. I'm not gonna even say what other people would do, but <laughs> yo, like Chris Awadi, salute to you again. You was a tough asshole, but I wish you would have just let up a little bit, man. But I, I get his thinking now, like, and he says as a, he said it like as black men and women, as African Americans, this world don't. Have, he said America don't have no love for you. It's wow. just like, I can't either. You wow. gotta know this shit. And if you don't know it, you have to tell me that you don't know it. Otherwise, yeah. I ain't helping you the fuck out. And I think part wow. of that was me specifically, nobody else. As a man with pride and the fact that I already knew how to hustle, whether it was shoveling snow, cutting grass, um, making pictures or, or doing something else, I knew how to I knew how to handle myself and make and make something out of nothing. So I wasn't gonna ask this man, you know, like bear with me and, and show me how to do it. Yeah, it just it just it just came off wrong, and I don't think that he had an understanding of that. That there are certain people in the black community that there was so much pride that yeah, yeah. taking care of our homes or taking care of ourselves. Like I was, I was buying my own shoes in yeah. high school. Uh-huh. You know, like I was doing all that shit on my own. Yeah. But when you get to his class and he has a different method, you like, yo, what he's saying is fuck me, so motherfuck you. You know what I mean? And, and that's not the attitude <laughs> I should have had. But that's the, just the way it came off. Man, Chris Wadi, yeah. he was a tough fucking dude, man. And yeah, I was yeah. better in that class, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. That, that dude, he was just fucking tough, man. <laughs> Yo, this, is not, this is not your first time mentioning him, man. Yeah, I feel like it. Like now I'm getting it because now we're having this. I'm like, oh shit, I get it now. Because he told he told us back then, like, yo, he says he said as black men and women, he said America, he said America don't have no love for you. He said, and I'm here to teach you, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make it easy on you. Yeah, yeah. He said, if you need my help, you got to act. You have to ask for it. Yeah. Man, I wanted to whoop Chris Waddy ass, man. I swear to God, <laughs> man. But, you know, he was dope. Listen, when you think about it, he was dope in his own way. Yeah. And method was for those who understood it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't understand it. So, uh, computer-aided drafting was something that I struggled with, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn you, Chris Waddy. You got <laughs> you. You know, too late. So college, let's get to college. Where did you go for college? Hey man, so um, I went to Shaw State. Okay. The first, my undergrad, I went to Shaw State. And um, yeah, I wanted to go to Tuskegee. I wanted to go to HBCU and- um, I didn't know that, I did not know I that. Could've, I could have, I could have went, but you know, my, my senior year, man, we had a whole bunch of family stuff going on, man. We, I was homeless, dude. I was homeless until we graduated. Um. I was homeless for like six months. Really? I was homeless. Yeah. So, um, so, so before you go for it, that's the separation between us because I didn't know that. As cool as we were, I didn't. I did not know that. Now, now look, man. Now I'm. I'm gonna tell you. I, was, I wasn't on the streets, brother. Like I wasn't on the streets. Um, my 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 family. So I'm 17. You know, about to graduate, and that's why I started playing sports too. By the way. You know, because I, I just couldn't deal with Coach Chambers at that point, man. You know, Coach oh, Chambers, you had, you had he wasn't rubbing me the right way. He wasn't rubbing me the right way. On sports, let me just say this to you, because on, on the sports too, <laughs> you had a couple spots sewn up on basketball and football. You had it sewn up. Like, everybody knew that. Like, yo, that's the quarter spot. You're not getting that. That's the fact. You might got that. You're not getting that. Thanks, bro. I appreciate that. But but my senior year, yeah, I was – so what happened was – um. Yeah, my, my mom was had her struggles, man, uh, with drugs, and 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 I'm sure you know my, I love my mom, and I'm sure me telling you this won't be a, a disrespect to her. It'll be just a, a teaching moment because we're fine now, we're fine, you yeah. know. But at that point, we got evicted. <clears throat> we had nowhere to go, you know. I had given her money because I was working jobs, and and she blew it, and um, so. I couldn't go to the they went they went to the shelter. I couldn't go to the shelter because at that age they don't let 16 and over in shelters. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm dangling. You know, we see a family friend and I'm staying with a family friend for I say like six months. Wow. And and it just wasn't the same. You know, it ain't it's the same when when you're in your house or living with somebody else, man. You like the stepchild, you know what I mean? So so everything tumbled from there and you know just Fortunately, I was able to keep my grades okay, but the sports had to drop off because I couldn't what, deal with it. What was, what was the focus <laughs> for you? Because you, I know you dropped sports. Like, you kind of just, like, dismissed it. And I know yeah. talking to you back in high school, when you did it, you, you, that's what you did. You would just dismiss it. Like, oh, you know, I'm just not, I'm just not feeling it right now. Like, you yeah. never yeah. explained it. You would never explain yeah. it. You just say it wasn't for me. 
Yeah, yeah. I always wonder, like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, bro, they still got spots reserved for you, like, right now. Like, you can play now. Like, what are you talking about, bro? And I always I was like, what the fuck? But see, so let me let me say this too. As a young man, as a young woman, we are all dealing with things that people don't know and they don't understand. Yeah. And because yeah. we have our own struggles and the sense of pride and the sense of family, we sure. hold those things to ourselves mm -hmm. and we deal with them and we process them differently. And I understand that. Yeah. Um, back then I was always wondering like, bro, you know, you could be on your way, you know, college division one and shit like that. I was just like, yeah, what, what is D doing? Yeah, I just couldn't, man. I, I, I buckled, man. You know, it was just too much, man. I, I just, family stuff, you know, family hits you hard, man. You know, family, the, 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 that's the heart right there. You know, when your family hits you, man, that can put you to your knees, man. So I, yeah. I just was, I couldn't, I couldn't focus, man. I couldn't focus. So yeah. But after that, man, um, you know, I ended up graduating and wait, wait, what was, what was your major, what was your major junior and senior year? Architecture, architectural drafting. Okay. So you kept it all the way through. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I was, so I was going to go to Tuskegee, do my architecture thing. Um, I, I ended up not applying. But my grades were, you know, my grades are good, man. I was, I was, you know, I was on top of my grades. So um, everybody that want to know my grades were horrible anyway. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I just went to Shaw State. I, and the plan was to go to ITT, um, IIT. We go to IIT after that. They had a two-year, two-year. Um, I majored in engine engineering for two years and go to IIT. And I ended up taking psychology with an engineering minor. Mm. Holy crap. I found myself taking all these psychology classes. I'm like, I was interested in psychology too, man, and I didn't even know it. So graduated from that and, and started working as a mental health counselor in a couple of behavioral health hospitals on the north side of Chicago. But also continuing to pursue my architecture. So I never left it. I just kept pursuing it. Okay. And, you know, I kept going, man. ITT Tech after that. Got my degree in associates in um, computer drafting and design, and then I went and got my master's at um, San Diego, in San Diego, New School of Architecture. Thank you for doing San that. Diego. Salute yeah. to you for the follow through. Uh, Thanks, bro. It, it it takes a lot to do it. You know, I know that just from watching, just from watching my older sister go through all the struggles and dealing with everything she went through to graduate from DePaul. So yeah. uh, I know it, it takes a lot. It takes a lot. It's a lot of hard work and. And often in these situations, we don't have the capable network to push us in the right direction or put us in, a, in touch with the right people, right? So right. There's, there's a lot of things that we have to do a hundred times better than others just to make sure that we propel ourselves to get there, right? You're right, bro. Yeah, so, so, right. so definitely it's a big salute to you for doing that and going through it. Um, can I take a break real quick? Yeah, go ahead, bro. Yes, sir. I'm, I need to take another break. <laughs> Go ahead, man. All right. So tell me about San Diego State. How did you get to that? What was the process? How did you get to there, to uh, San Diego State? So I'm sorry. It's the new school of architecture and design in San Diego. Okay. And it's a, it's a, like a, it's a private architecture school. So um, long story short, bro, I just applied, man. You know, I just applied. 
I um, was working, like I said, as a mental health counselor here in, in, in Chicago. And of course I couldn't, I mean, I had to pay, I had to work while I was going to, into my master's program. So I did that full time while I was in the master's program. And um, the Chicago office, the Chicago hospital had a sister hospital in San Diego. So I was able to transfer there, keep my 40 hour while I'm doing grad school, man. And um, I, you know, I find my GPA was there and, and, and they accepted me, you know? And it was hell, bro. It was hell, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I I lost, I mean, I, shit, I was in, I graduated when one, like 140 pounds, dude. Cause I didn't eat, I didn't sleep. I mean, I was just like, it was hell, dude. It was hell. I think it, I think it so, along with that was there was a motivation right like you knew that you there was a there was a, a dream and a goal that you were trying to accomplish like you, you knew that and you had it in you right oh yeah man you know look bro look like like me and you were just talking about i mean man it, there's a lot of greatness in this skin kid you know what i'm saying this Absolutely. blackness is great and, and when you go to schools where you see all you know other other races of people you know and and you see them messing off man and, and doing all kind of stuff and don't have don't don't necessarily they don't have to worry about the stuff we're worrying about right like i say i'm working 40 hours nobody else is doing that yeah. nobody else is working 40 hours you for, know and, and us, having to sit up all night us in certain in certain areas of life we get one shot right that song eminem said you get one shot that's right yep and I'm not speaking about him specifically, but I am talking about us. We get one shot sure. to do things, right? Sure, sure. We miss it or we mess it up. That's it. That's it. Yep. That's it. You know what I mean? So uh, you you capitalize on that. What was that? What was that experience like while you were out there? Uh, just living in San Diego, typically, just generally. Yeah. It was it was it was fabulous, man. I mean, I, I like the San Diego is different, man. It's like. You know, as an architect, typically I'm in all white spaces. I'm in all white spaces, you know. I, where we grew up in the hood, it was all black space for me, right? All our, everybody was black. Yeah. And, and, and what I see is when, when, when white people, you know, and my, my wife's white, so I can say white people. When white people, <laughs> <laughs> when white people gain success, they're still in all white spaces. When we gain success, all we typically go from black spaces to white spaces. Absolutely. All the time. It's most of the time that's the case. Absolutely. You know, so we're so we're always foreign. When we get our success, we're always foreign. We're always in a foreign land in a foreign space. We're giving it away. That's right. We're giving it away. So, but San Diego was so beautiful, man. It it, it was like, yeah, it's not the black space, but it's the Mexican space. It's the Hispanic space. It's another minority that has a similar kind of issue, you know, the immigration issue, yeah. you know, yeah. which is the kind of other, the, the otherizing of them that we, we kind of connected in a way that's really beautiful, you know? So I picked up a lot of cool Mexican brothers and sisters there, man. And um, it's lovely, man. You got to come. When I, when I move, bro, you, you definitely got to come on and visit me. You gotta come on up there and visit. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you something. All right, definitely. Let's do that. You know, I, I love it. You know, it's drive up to LA, man. See a Clippers in the Lakers game. Or something. One of my things, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
besides wine, there's another W that I love, but we're not going to get into that. So uh, <laughs> we're just going to say life is good. <laughs> going to say life is good. Um, so you passed the program in San Diego. Yep. Yeah. And then you yep. came back to Chicago. I came back to Chicago for a little bit, right? Because my, um, my girlfriend at the time was in Chicago. And on the way, on the way back, you know, I kind of planned this little proposal. So, so we started in, in San Diego as my girlfriend. And we got to Chicago. She was my fiance. So, um, yeah, man, and her family's from um, St. Louis. So we ended up coming down here to make some moves. Also don't know the this. <laughs> didn't tell anybody. He didn't say he was engaged. He didn't say he had a fiance. He said nothing. Like. We were all like, what? <laughs> After the fact. I was like, okay, cool. You know, so. <laughs> I didn't know, man. I didn't, you know, I wanted to keep it under, you know, under cuffs, man. You know, you know, I didn't, you'll, you make, you'll get there. You'll get there. I didn't know anything. Know. The point. So, so let me say this too, because even after I found that you were married, I was like, okay, I don't give a fuck. Because you, you know my attitude, right? Yeah, my, I know your attitude, yeah. Like, if you're happy, I don't really give a shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. If it's bothering you, then I'm gonna get in touch with you, and, and we're gonna we're gonna have our conversation that we normally yeah. have again as brothers. Uh -huh. when you when you post, hey, I'm happy, I'm healthy, and I'm married. I look at it and I go, okay, that's who you want to be with. Fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> a lot of people don't have that mentality. Yes, yeah, true. That mentality because growing up, there aren't a lot of people around me who are happy with the way that yep. their life is and the way that they're living. So when right, right. you said, yo, Pep, I'm happy, uh, I'm, I'm living good, I'm healthy, and this is my wife. I was like, all right, salute. Let me know when you want me to meet her and we'll, we'll do that. And yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was the thing, like for me, because I don't, I, don't, I don't care. Okay. Right, right, right. You didn't hit me up and say, hey, this is a hindrance, I'm hurt, I'm unhealthy, and life is fucked up. Like you didn't hit me up and say that. Because right, right. if you would have, I'd have responded, yo, we need to we need to sit down and talk another way and figure uh -huh. out in a better spot. Uh -huh. But that's not what, what you did. You said, yo, I'm married, I'm happy, I'm healthy, and by the way, I'm moving to Kansas or St. Louis. I was like, okay, you sure you wanna move there? <laughs> I, might, I might have a better opportunity. No. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm not sure. Yeah. Because I was like, you sure? Like St. Louis, my God? Like I see Kansas, like, you know, Kansas can like the state Kansas. Like, yeah. Come on, bro. Like, I don't know, <laughs> man. But you know, um I was happy for you when you did it, and I still am happy for you. Cause I was just like, yo, as long as my guy, my bro is happy, I, I don't have nothing to really say about the situation. Sure. Yeah. It's been lovely, man. It's been love, man. You know, um, <clears throat> it's a weird thing where, I, you know, the way we grew up and, you know, I kind of turned that on his head. Yeah. I was okay. And I, I turned it on his head. Yeah. I literally turned it on his head. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and one day we'll talk about yeah. that because, you know, growing up, you know, you see so much and you kind of, so this is the thing growing up that we know about, right? No one can rate, relate to us as someone who, who grew up the way that we grew up, right? Right, yep. 
and it's no disrespect to you or your wife, but when you chose a Caucasian woman or a European woman, it was like, what? Like, how yeah, you yeah. Like, what's the relation? Only you know, because I don't get into your personal business. Right, right, yeah. yeah. However you find however you find love, you find it, right? You you don't know. Uh, they say love is blind. So in that in that case. In some ways it was, man. And and she's been man, I I can't she's been she's been incredible, man. Incredible, dude. We don't even just smooth, kid. We smooth. I mean, even even in disagreements is still smooth you know what i'm saying and i've been in other places you, you know you, you know you've been in relationships where it's been dynamite <laughs> all the time kid you know what i mean it's been smooth man it's been smooth man. and even in the disagreements right i'm not saying like we don't have disagreements and this and that oh yeah i don't have disagreements oh yeah it, but it, it's it, it's how you it's how it's how you resolve them and, it, and it's been smooth. We 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 resolve with a laugh and a, and a yeah. you know it's just I don't know man. It's just a connection, man. Um, you know I can't explain it to you, Prop. You, we'll be talking about this soon. We got, yeah, we have to talk another time because we yeah you know, yeah. This yeah. could end up being six hours because I could go against you, <laughs> and, and you have to explain to me how that works. And then yeah, you, we'll do that. You, we'll, you, hey, we'll do that. Look, we'll do that at um. Next time we get together, we'll do that. Absolutely, absolutely, and we probably won't even do it then because we'll probably be on some other shit. But um, <laughs> so you got married. You're trying to get. You're trying to become a full fledged architect. At that yes. point, did you still feel motivated? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm I'm always motivated. I mean. Like I told you, I'm always in white spaces, so you know this, you know, and, and you and I have talked about this. We talked about how we push our people out of the darkness into some type of some type of resemblance of light, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's that's on my mind all the time, and I can't do that if I'm held down by this system that's not really built for me, you know. So the license is going to give me that freedom, you know. A, a little bit of freedom, right? It's still I'm, we're still under that foundational system, but architecturally, I don't have to be pent to anybody. Mm. I'm just hustling, making my own living. You know, that's what it's about, man. Um, and you know what? I'm, I'm gonna say this real quick. There's a very small number of licensed African American architects. Very small. So, the population of us is around 13 percent of U.S. population, the, the number of licensed architects, you know, nationally is about black or African-American is, is around 2% Absolutely. of the ones that are licensed. Yeah. So we got a long way to go. We got a long way to go. We're not even scratching the surface. Okay. So, so what do you do to enhance that and promote it? Like, is there, is there a certain uh, program? mentorship or anything that you have going on to kind of like push that narrative that being an architect, you know, like you can do this because we are the architects of everything. Like we're being yep. honest about it, right? Yep. Yep. So, yep. So is there something that you, you, you're, you're working on? Absolutely. So, so I'm with this program called ACE, right? And ACE stands for architecture, construction and engineering. Cause it's, excuse me, it's not just a design field. It's the construction. And it's also the engineers. We're down in all that. 
So what we do is we go to high schools across, first off, it's, it's national, but we focus on the St. Louis region. We go to high schools and we connect the kids with architecture firms, construction firms, and engineering firms. We come in as those professionals, we come to their schools and we, we do site visits with them. Um, we give them scholarships. We, um, you know, whatever they need, man, we do a design project with them to kind of show them the types of things that they would be going through if they went to like a, a college to actually major in this. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we're doing piece by piece. And, and I think that's the only way to do it. But also, I think we need to do it earlier. I mean, high school is okay, right? But we need to get them at grammar school. Yeah. We need to get them like seven, Absolutely. eight grades. I mean, in their heads, you know what I mean? There are those who know what they want to be early on in life. That's right. Before they reach high school or college or anything. Right. They already right. know what, they, what it is they want to be. That's so right. the fact that you're creating that type of network speaks volumes. And I commend you on that as well. Thank uh, you, and How long have you been doing that? Uh, I've been doing it for five years now. Five years now. Now I'm, I'm on the board of directors for... Um, the, the ACE chapter here. Okay. I'm gonna take that to San Diego with me too. Um, man, I'm just, we gotta be in the trenches right now, man. It's trench time, bro, you know? So um, when you say it's trench time, are you more actively doing it with the youth now or? Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that all of us, all of us in our specialties, like even you, right? Whatever you're passionate about, yeah. you gotta be in the trenches too. You know, it's, it's all hands on deck because we have to write this ship, right? It ain't going to write itself. No. All of us got to get in the trenches of what we specialize in, what our passions are, and we got to push this agenda big time. Big okay. time, man. You know? So all hands on deck. We got to go. It's time, man. System ain't going to change for us. We got to systematically change yeah. this thing, man. You yeah. know? How does yeah. that feel, though, for you to be in the field that you work so hard? Or how does that feel? It's depressing, man. It's what? It's depressing. It's depressing, brother. Depressing to be in the field that you want to be in? No, 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 no. I thought you were just talking about uh, this kind of struggle that I'm in, right? No, 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 no. I'm talking about being. I feel it's great. I was going to say, what the? F <laughs> hey, what the fuck are you doing there, bro? But all right, <laughs> no, it's phenomenal, man. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal, man. I'm I'm living my dream, kid. You know, and and I haven't even got licensed yet. So when I get licensed, the world is mine. You bet. Absolutely, absolutely. We know that the world is mine, man. So um, it's amazing, man. To 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 have dreamed that you wanted to be something ever since I was like eight years old. Yes, sir. Eight, man. And to get to that pinnacle. A little later than I wanted to, but I added a psychology degree in front of that and those experiences. And I got here at 30, you know, I graduated my master's around 32, 33, something like that. Okay. It's amazing, man. It's amazing. It lets you know, Pep, that there is no path, right? We, we, people tend to think about this kind of, this four-year path. You know, I go to undergrad four years. I go to master's for two years. You man, create the path. As long as you get it. Who, who cares? Who's that? Who, who's looking at your path, dude? They're looking at where you are right now and what you're doing right now. Nobody cares about your path. You know? The path yeah. is created by you. That's right, bro. That's right. That's right. The path is created by you. And I, I think that goes back to me 
to the way that we've been groomed in schools for everybody, right? That tells yeah. that you have to do this, you have to do this, and that. That's right. And I think more so what they should be doing is just giving people life skills instead That's of right, dude. How to do things and how to go about things. Because I agree. Sir, at certain times in life, you may not be ready to be an architect, right? That's you may right. have to right. take care of home, especially if you grew up in environments that you grew up in, or maybe I grew up in. That's right. Yep. You have to take care of home before you take care of anything else. It's easier for others who don't have those issues, right? That's right. Families That's have, right. excuse me, insurance policies and trust funds and, and, and capital funds and things like that. And they can, they can maneuver like that. But when you don't have that and you have to become the source, the breadwinner, it's a lot different for you when you're out here making moves and you're trying to uh, make sure that your family is okay. Make sure that grandma may keep her home or mom may keep her home. It's, right. it's a lot yeah. different. Uh, and, and because of that, <clears throat> our paths are a lot different as well. We can't do right. the conventional way that everybody else does. That's right. right. Yep, yep. And uh, that's the a lot of times we end up in, in JUCO, right? The guys that want to go hoop, they can't go to the D1 schools automatically because they have to do JUCO because their grades right. may not have been good enough or they're on a probation period and the, the schools are looking at them going, I don't know if he's good enough to do it. You know, like, is he going to stick with it? You know, so yep. a, a, a great guy to talk about like that would be Steve Francis, right? He did. Yeah. Draw, and then yeah. he went to Maryland and then he ended up in the NBA for a few years. And Steve she Francis, did. he could be a very good basketball player. She did. Yeah. There are, there are those who, you know, life isn't, there is no, there is no, no handbook for this shit because if there was, all of us would be acing this shit. That's right. right. Like we That's were right. all looking at the handbook going, okay, I'm going to cheat this to get this. That's this, right. This. Mm -hmm. But there is no handbook to it. Uh, we have to go about doing this thing, this this whole life thing, this whole journey by the way we see it and by the way we feel that we can accomplish things. Not to say that no one way is the right way, but there are multiple ways to get things done. And, and we That's know. right, bro. That's right. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, that's the that's the worst thing we could do is is put pressure on ourselves to be like other people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, all of us got a path, man. We just trust that path, man. Trust that. Just don't don't give up. You know. Yeah, and I tell people, I want to let people know this also. Along the way of your journey, looking back is cool to make sure you know how far you've come, but don't continue to look back because the more you look back, the further your the more you take your, your eyes off the road, right? right if you take focus. your eyes off the road for too long, you may end up hitting a speed bump or, or running into something else. You know what I mean? Always right. focus on the goal. The goal is in front of you. You know, and, and, and I'm a goal digger. Not a gold digger, but I'm a gold digger. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I put something out there and I go out and I do it. You know, and That's right. whether it's the long term or short term, I know what it is I'm looking for. I know what I'm trying to achieve. That's right, bro. I think that all everyone, it doesn't matter who you are, you should set you should set short term goals and long long term goals for yourself. Uh, that yep. way, there is not necessarily a disappointment, but there's a real, realization that you know that you have to take proper steps to get to where you're trying to go. That's the key. That's the key. Those short term goals are the key. Yes, sir. When you set them. You set them out too far. You're not hitting that. You know, you use the frustration and you don't want to go for it. But you set those benchmarks. Yeah. To get to that ultimate, yeah, you're staying focused, you're staying um, passionate, yeah, and you get it done. So you're right, man.
I just can't agree with you more on that. Do you still work out at all? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're too busy. <laughs> Listen, I'm up to 188. Oh, we we're, we're we're about the same we the same weight, man. We're the same yeah, weight. We ain't gonna look the same, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 190, 192. I'm at 188. Way, I'm at 188. I need to get down to 177. <laughs> Locked in, man. I'm too. I'm too. You can do that whenever you want to. Uh, Please. You can do that whenever you want to. Please. <laughs> and I've been into this TV, this wine, uh, travel. The other W. The other w. <laughs> Two, look, the two other W's. There's <laughs> two other W's that's missing. But look, when you're on the West Coast, you know what time it is, all right? So, listen, right now I got my wine with me, and there, there's like two or three other W's that I love. So, you know, you know, like, listen, man, life is good. Like, I'm not going to say nothing about nothing, you know, but... Uh, I've been eating a lot, man. I've yeah. Been, yeah. And I need to I need to chill out. I bought so what I did was I was like, I'm gonna get myself all in shape, you know, I'm gonna drop, I'm gonna get about five pounds off here, I'm gonna start feeling it. Mm -hmm. I bought this ab roller. It's been in the box for like two or three months. <laughs> I haven't even opened it, bro. Like it's just sitting in there. It's sitting in there, like just right there by the by the lamp. And I haven't even touched it, bro. You're killing me, man. I haven't even touched it, you know. <laughs> and and, and you know, when I walk past the mirror, I'll be looking. <laughs> Where did it go? You got a whole keg now, man. You know, that joint used to be a six pack. Bang, 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 you know? And that's just a keg, bro. I'm full of fucking uh, IPAs <laughs> now, man. IPAs and wine. But cheers to. <laughs> Cheers to living a decent life, man. That's right, brother. That's right. <laughs> Salute, cause shit right here. Yeah. This was fun. This has been fun, man. Talking to yeah, you. Yeah, it is, man. That's what I was telling people. Like, yeah. it's just a conversation. There's nothing. We don't have to discuss nothing that you don't want to discuss, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. For me, it's all about the introductory of you as a mm -hmm. person and what what it is that you're trying to accomplish and things that you're, you're trying to gain out of life, right? Yeah. Your, your road to success, your road to legacy. We don't have to talk about uh, the most traumatic experiences and, and things like that, but uh, those things, while they may make you, we don't have to speak on. Yeah, sure, yeah. Speak on those. But man, I, you know, I, I think it's important, man, like... Um... But also, before you hold your thought, so people know, um, at the same time, your traumatic experiences make you who you are. I know they made me who I am. That's um, right, man. The things that my mom went through, the things that my dad put us through. Yeah. Watching my, my older sister, watching my younger sister, the things that we had to go through as a collective shaped my reality, and it made me who I am. It gave me real tough skin, you know what I mean? It made me yeah. hard. But at the same time, those things made me realize that I have to deal with women a certain way. Yeah. 
because they're very delicate in their flowers. And because they are, there are certain things that happen to them in life that you don't want them to harden up like you are. Because if they become as hard as you are, it begins. Game over. Game over. Game is over. Yeah, they start feeling like they don't need you. And they, the, the lack of trust becomes a bigger issue. So for me, um, the things that I've been through and the appreciation of my, the, my family and the appreciation of women in my family and the appreciation of my women friends is, is, is very big. And I tell people that all the time, I wouldn't be where I am without the presence of women in my life. All right. Oh, no doubt. That's, no that's doubt, me. I'm not speaking for nobody else, but for me personally, I wouldn't be here without the women in my life uh, praying for me, inspiring me, motivating me, and pushing me. All right. And yeah. then them having real conversations with me. You no know, doubt. You, you got those group of people that just, all right, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. And it's not cool. That's right. That's if, I, right. if I'm wrong or if I'm, if I'm doing something fucked up, I need you to tell me. That's and I right. got a group of people in my background that tell me, like, yo, you fucking up. That's right. That's always important. Some of them are just women. Some of them are women. Yep. They, yep. Just, dope, they just dope ass women. They just tell me, like, yo, you fucking up, bro. Yep. Yep. Cut the yep. shit. Yep. Yep. You need that, man. Absolutely. Yep. Um, like my mom tell me all the time, man, my mom say growing up, right is right, wrong is wrong. Period. It's just that simple. Right is right, wrong is wrong. And, Absolutely. And if, you did, if you did something wrong, I'm going to let you know. And if you did something right, I'm going to let you know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold up your crap. I'm not gonna hold up your crap because it ain't right. It ain't right. So. As 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 teenagers and early in our twenties, it was okay, D Mac, for you to say to me after I fucked up and we got into an altercation with somebody. It was okay for you to say later to me, "Yo, you fucked up and what you did was wrong, bro." Yep. Yep. That was cool then, but now we're older men. And there, we were seasoned, right? So yeah. we, we, we've seen life in a different pattern than most people have. So it's easier for you to just look at me and go, cut that shit out. Yeah, yeah. Cut that That's shit right. out. But because I am older, I know I don't even, I don't need, necessarily need you to do that. But if yeah, I'm looking right. at you like, yo, you better tell me. You know, right, right. I, don't, I don't understand or I may not know. But we're at an age now of accountability where we know what's right and we know what's wrong. That's a perfect question. Very important as, as men to make sure that we do the right things uh, because we don't do, not necessarily just because it's, we're supposed to, but because of the examples that we're trying to set for others as well. Absolutely. Yes, Love. sir. Love. That's it. Yes, sir. So, so have you done any traveling overseas? I, I haven't, man. Uh, except for Mexico. Okay. Except for Mexico, and, and I went to Mexico because somebody stole my car and drove it over the border. <laughs> what? Yeah, man, they stole my car and drove it over the border, man, so I had to go get it. I had to go get it, kid. And it was like, man, it was like, it was a story. It was a story for you, man. That's another podcast right there. <laughs> you want to you open up about that? You want to talk about that? I can, man, yeah, so... Let's do it. You know, it, was, it was late. It was late at night. I was in grad school. I'm in the studio getting ready for my final. And um, so I stayed there all night. I did an all-nighter. Left out next morning. Go to, about to head home. Like, man, I, I, I could have sworn I parked here. Man, so let me think. Did I, did I park here? Huh, let me let me go to my other spot. Maybe I parked there. 
man, did I park here? Where's my car, man? So, so you know, end up my car's gone. I call the police and I said, hey, you know, my car's missing. And just so happened that the dealership had a tracking device on it. They track it. I said, man, your car's in Tijuana, Mexico. Holy shit, my car's in Tijuana, Mexico, man. So some young guy in the middle of the night, 3, 3 a.m. in the morning, saw my car. It was a drop top. It was a convertible. So they, they got in there, opened it up, went joyriding with my car in Tijuana, Mexico. Was driving down a, a one-way street. The police pulled them over. Obviously saw it was in their car. And they impounded it in Mexico. So I had to Mexico. Man, the only brother in Mexico, dude. Only brother in A brother with rocks in Mexico, man. Come on, dude. It don't get no funnier than that. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So luckily, one of my buddies can speak. You know, he's Mexican. So I went over there with him. And we go to the to the the you know the federales, and and um, the federales in front of their, their their prisons, they have these big wrought iron fences, pointed out with the spikes, mm. and they do that because the the cartels come and they shoot up the federale, they shoot up the jails. Yeah. So yeah. man, they're they're standing out there like with big AK forty sevens on their hips. Man, I'm like, should I go in here? Holy yeah, crap, I don't yeah, want to go in here. And all that M16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was like a war zone, kid. I didn't think I was going to make it back. but Wow. Long story short, I got my car back. It was like, I, we had to drive through this kind of flavella-looking area. And, and, and the, the judge, let me, this is, this is the kicker right here. So I'm in the jail. The judge is in front of me. And my, my interpreter's right beside me. He talks to the judge about my car. The judge tells him, hey, tell him to slide me $20 under the table and don't let nobody see him doing it. Don't let nobody see him doing it. What? I'm like, I'm like are you serious, dude? I could go to jail for this stuff, you know? So I did it, man. I, I pulled the 20 out. I turned my head and I slid it under the table. He took it. He wrote some kind of note. I took it to the to the impound. They they gave me my car. They were mad though. They were like, "How did you know?" They're like, "How how did you do this? You, you you're not supposed to get this car back, you know." Man, it was crazy, dude. But I got it back, and I drove over here to St. Louis, man. So that's my story, kid. Wow, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to it. Mexico, it was beautiful, man. Mexico, Tijuana is a beautiful city, but kid, you you know, I'm fortunate. Stay a little longer back then, back years ago, you might end up at a, a cockfight, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, no cockfights. <laughs> That's right, you know. I'm not saying nothing about nothing, but you know, life is good, you know. You've yeah, life is good, bro. Life is good, man. But that's my only trip out, outside the country, but um, okay. yeah, I thought you might have went to like Europe or something like that, man. No, yeah. No, my, my wife's uh, my wife's Italian, but we haven't. She's we haven't Italian. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know we that. Been to Italy yet, though. We haven't been to Italy yet, but I don't know, man. I don't know about the travel on the water, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm already nervous about getting on the plane, man. Traveling over the Atlantic, all that water. Shit. 
All you, all, need, all you need is a big glass of wine. <laughs> so, so let me tell you that, right? Yeah. For me, that's one of the best things to do is have you a really big glass of wine. Uh -huh. And then you call your Uber and you go out and do your flight. By the time you get on the flight, you look good. <laughs> you Gucci. Like you, you like, yo, baby, I love you. We're gonna go over here, we're gonna have a good time. And a couple hours later, <laughs> Gucci, you done, bro. Like, you, That's a good one. That's a good one. Because you went to Puerto Rico, right? Yes, sir. I was I was doing work over in Puerto Rico uh for my job. How was it? Lovely. Lovely. Degrees in January, you can't beat it, man. No, you can't beat that. You can't beat, you can't beat it. Around, man. You can't beat it. And then the people over there, they're so fantastic and yeah. so warm and, and welcoming that um you don't want to leave. You want to come on, leave. And and then on top of that, like the people that were coming into the hotel, they were saying that they was like, we know there are earthquakes going on. We know there. We just experienced a storm, but this is Puerto Rico, and we're gonna have a good time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Bro, yeah. that those morning runs I would have at five o'clock in the morning when I would get up in the morning and go run the beach uh, sure. for a mile down because it's called a uh, hotel alley. Uh huh. Because it's all hotel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Running on sand beaches, man. Yeah. And it's people out there early in the morning looking good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, it was beautiful, bro. It was it was a beautiful thing. And uh, that's, why you out, that's why you out there running that fire. <laughs> I'm gonna listen, I'm gonna say this. One of my bosses was like, "You want to stay?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll stay. I stay." He was like, "You got to go back and get permission first. Oh no. Put me down as a guy that wanted to stay because <laughs> it's beautiful. Man, I got invited to go to people's homes to hang out, mm -hmm. come over for dinner. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was awesome. I hung out That's at the different bars around the area. The people, yeah. were, the people were loving it. You know, I, we had to talk out off of this, but I yeah. had fun, man. And it, it was lovely. It was real. It was real good. I got yeah. you. And I worked, I worked hard. I worked very hard. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. There was a lot of stuff that I needed to do to make sure that uh, uh, the company was up to the standards, the SOP that we have in place, uh, which was the main thing to make sure that they had, uh, that they were up, up to date. Yeah. They, there were some things that they need to get corrected, but in the process, you know, when you're just hanging out and it's just beautiful weather and, and like, Four women walk up looking like Jennifer Lopez. It's just like, I gotta go home or I gotta do something about that, you know? <laughs> You're food, was, man. They're, You're food. Really like all, all four of you, it's usually, you know, it's usually just the one, right? The one that looks like Jennifer Lopez and the rest of them, they look like, you know, fucking, I don't know what, but I ain't gonna try to disrespect nobody. But hey, you know, you look and you go, ah, <laughs> you know. But they came, they said, <laughs> and they were sitting next to me, and they were like, "Yo, you're not from around here, are you?" I was like, "No, I'm not from here." Like, yeah, we can tell. Like, you ain't from New York either. I was like, no, I'm not from New York. So, where are you from? You from Cali? Like, no, I'm 
you know, working at <laughs> a hotel or whatever, you know, and you have that conversation. And then they're like, so we we guessed all the wrong places. Where are you from? Chicago. Oh, you know, and then you start having that conversation. This is like, like you know, this is going to be a good time. You know? It's beautiful, man. It's a yeah, beautiful. yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go there. Yeah. I, I had um, a, a project in Puerto Rico right now. And, um, yeah, I'm sure we're going to go sometime. I can't wait, man. But you're right. It's been crazy earthquakes and all kind of crazy stuff. They've been going through power outages, and it's it's been crazy. You should enjoy it. You should enjoy it. It's yeah, a, it's a beautiful place. Yeah, man. The only thing about me living there was the fact that I have never experienced a hurricane season. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. So the way that they live their life with hur hurricanes is a lot different from me living my life. So that's right, man. That's right. That one of the things that was keeping me from staying there. Yeah. And working. Yeah, yeah. I still wouldn't mind staying there and being there, but it's just the way things things go. Like when you got a hurricane that that shakes, uh, that uh, rips through the island and everything is damaged, it's so much different. Like I deal with hot weather and supremely cold weather, right? Yeah. People are still able to move, maneuver, and do what they need to do, but yeah. You're talking about shutting down a place where I am. No, you're right. That's a big deal. That's a big deal, contact, man. Yeah, I can't contact and reach out to people. It's, it's a lot different. Agreed. Agreed, man. It was a it was a it was a beautiful experience, man. I enjoyed it. That's cool, bro. That's cool, man. Yeah, man. Um, I would definitely tell you to go. Get some of that sun and the fun, fun in the sun, because it's a it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful place. Yeah. yeah Have you been to San Diego? Huh? Have you been to San Diego? Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, once or twice. Yeah. 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 Uh, salute to my my godmother or my older sister's godmother who stays out there in like Lemon Grove or something like that. Oh, Lemon Grove. Yeah. Yeah. She's still in Lemon Grove. Yeah. Oh man. Exactly where that's at. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, man. Yeah. So when I go out there, you're going to be ready. You're going to be ready for me. Just let me know, you know? Okay. Probably not going to happen right now, but just let oh, me sure. know. Sure, I can yeah. put some cash together. <clears throat> put some cash together and jump out there. Okay. We have a good time. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to hold you to it, bro. I'm going to hold you to it. Yeah, um, I want you, to visit, you don't have to visit me in St. Louis. It's, it's okay. I want you. I want to be managed. I got family there. I got family there. We're not worried about nothing, though. We don't want to waste time in St. Louis, right. though. No, we don't. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> waste time here, man. <laughs> we good. Like we 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 cool. I think I might have to go to like Kansas sooner or later and see my guy. Oh yeah, he's a, he's a chef. Um, I think he has a couple of businesses on his own, man. I want to drop in on him and, and salute him for what he's done. Uh, he's he's done a spect spectacular job of, of, of pulling himself up. And, sure, man. Yeah, and representing himself. He's a really good dude, man. I, I enjoyed my time while he was here around him. Mm -hmm. um, I, I definitely, so if he ever hears this, I definitely want to see you do good and do well, man. You're a dope-ass dude. And I hope you continue to do well, you and the wife, because y'all some awesome people. 
That's great, man. Yeah, salute, salute. Yeah, salute too, man. Always positive. Good to see how positive people in your life, man. Oh yeah, man. I love that shit, man. Anytime you see people doing well, you can't help but salute, salute that shit because it's a, it's elation for me. It's like, yo, another yeah. person is is doing what they want to do. They're 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 getting out their dreams. They're achieve, they're achieving goals that they yeah. set. You know, and a lot of times, you know, when you know people come from a different background than others do, you you definitely want them to win. Sure. I always want people to win, you know what I mean? Sure, man. I know people that have been in jail for 10, 15 years that come home and they do well. Yeah. I also know some people that come home from doing five, seven, 10 years and they end up going back into the system because they don't have a plan and they didn't know what to do. You know? That's right. That's right. They were so used to just being tough guys. That's right. Yeah. And they never learned how to use their brain. So yep. uh, I salute those guys that come home and they do well, man. Absolutely. They have to figure out a way to make sure that the ones that do come home that don't know any better, that we maybe we should put things in place for them to make sure that they don't go back up in there. But we should, I also man. feel that's the, the prison's job, too, because they say incarceration, then they say institutionalism, right? So what are you, what are you institutionalizing, alizing them to do? Yeah, yeah. Are you, are you making sure they come back or are you making sure they never come back? No, we're doing a bad job at that, man. Yeah, it's I, the absolutely. absolutely. It's the we, we know that, though. It's the latter. I love you, kid. I love you, kid. I love you too, my brother. I love yeah, you, man. That, that's yeah. that's just a fact, you know. <laughs> we always you. have this kind of connection, man. Like, yeah, you know, I, some I, people can't, you know. Like you, you were talking about your your just the way you are. I've always been able to connect with you, man. You know, yeah. Like, and and for for those who aren't aware, like I can be goofier than this, man. And we, and you know. <laughs> We can have a really good time, but you know, because you want to be able to, to talk and, and make sure that people get get what we're trying to do, you know, there's a certain way to go about it. But I can be a goofy, crazy fucking person, man. And it's not ever in a bad way. It's just always to lift spirits and to make sure that, you know, people are comfortable around, you know. But yeah, I'm always ride for my guys, man. I'm always pulling for the people around me and the people I grew up for. Well, yeah. because there there aren't a, a lot of voices that are clapping for us, you know. Um, there are people in our corner who are secretively jealous and secretively hating. Yeah, you tell know, me about those it. Those are obstacles that we have to get past as well. But yeah. I, I have nothing but love for you. I salute you and everything that you've done and accomplished. And I Thanks, wish you the best and more going forward. So Thanks, brother. You too, man. Your yeah. time, you, you got some, you working on some things too, so. Yeah, definitely. You come to fruition, we're going to celebrate big time. Definitely. Big time. How, um, your brother that stays down the street from me, is he good? He's good, man. Yeah, he's a, he's a Cook County Sheriff right now, so. Yeah, he's big buff. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he been doing his thing. I don't know. I think, I don't know, man. He got some secrets or something. I don't know. <laughs> you saying dude I grew up with. I stay out the way, man. I be over here in my little zone. <laughs> on my little couches. 
My feet kicked up with the, with the TV over here. I'm You're not, good. You ever need them? You ever need them? You know, hey. Huh? Get a text away. You ever need them, man? He'll be over there for you. Anytime. Yeah, man, Anytime. I'm good. <clears throat> All I need is my three or four W's and <laughs> live life, you know? I <laughs> What music? What music are you listening to right now? Uh, not much, man. I'm not listening to much of anything. No. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just studying, bro. You know, I'm just sitting down, just like, you know, I've been looking at this, this um, NBA season. I think it's been hot, man. I mean, it has been. I think it's been hot, kid. I think it's been. It's been, it's been weird though. It's so unop unorthodox right now yeah 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 because of everything that's going on it makes it difficult to kind of like stay in tune with it you know with all yeah of yeah 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 kind of like yo so and then for me the realization is we're feeling it as regular people but the nba players they understand it as well they do no thing or oh, i'm a millionaire and I'm, i don't have to deal with that but they right. understand that we're black men too and i could be driving down the street in my S55 Benz and one of these asshole cops see me and don't like it and mistakes yeah. me for somebody else. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, and it just becomes a bad situation. So um, I'm appreciative of the fact that they're that they're being involved and they want to be involved and they want to make make their voices heard and things like that. But it's it's just all so weird, man. All of this is weird. That's I'm weird. trying to pay attention though. My 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 latest prediction is that the heat will sweep them. The heat will oh, sweep the heat, them. Yeah, the heat the heat are gonna be tough. I, I think the heat yeah, gonna they sweep the Bucks. I think they're going to the finals, dude. I think so. I don't think I don't think the Bucks have enough firepower, you know. They don't. I don't think they there's don't. enough toughness and heart. And if you know about Pat Riley teams, any team that he's ever been a part of, that's true. You can't just play and be flashy. You gotta have heart. Like you That's gotta, true. You got to want to risk it all to go out there and play. That's true. You, know, you look at Milwaukee. Milwaukee has some decent guys, but they don't have no they don't have no gunners. They don't. They don't. They don't, man. They, uh, yeah, you put wood on them, you know. They're just not physical. You just get a little physical with those guys. The motherfuckers around and they're like, all right, I, I'm done. That's it. You can tell. They just folded up, man. Yeah. So. They were leading early in the game earlier when I saw it. And then when you hit me up, I stopped I stopped paying attention. And I went and got my glass of wine. I said, what is he talking about? Uh-huh. And I started paying attention to you more. But um, Miami, man, like that's a team. You got Jimmy Butler. That's a grind. That's that guy. Even gr- I said the same thing. When you think of Jimmy Butler, you think of grinder, man. He's a grinder, bro. He's you know, a blue he grinds it out. Dude, man. That's a blue collar dude. He is. I'm he a, is, man. He is. I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. I'm gonna get mine. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I love that type of shit. Yes, you know, sir. Like you yes, sir. Mike so much. Because Mike was like, yo, I'm gonna get mine. That's right. Yeah. I'm gonna get mine. And I love that about Jimmy. But yep. also the guys around him, they get that attitude. So they, they go they go after it as well. Crowder, Crowder man, him and Crowder, those bro, physical man. They, but but it's okay, all of them. It's they put it on you. It's all yep. those guys. Yep, 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 yep. Bam, yep, Bam, yep. Bam, yeah. Oh, oh my God, Bam yeah. is he on that shit too. Like all of those guys, they play Kendrick Nunn. Like all those guys, they come to play ball. 
You're right. They come you know what I mean? Them. And then you look up and you see these guys, you say, okay, they got a 10-point lead. The next thing you know, they, they crowd in the space. They playing defense. They on top of the, the defensive rebounds. They blocking shots. Yep. You can't do nothing about nobody like that, man. No, you can't. The only, only way to combat that is to be that. That's right. You yeah. got to come back with that. Up yeah. on you. It's a wrap. It's yep. a wrap. So now that series is what, 3-0? 3-0. It's over. That series is over with. The news They're going to be up. Like, man, we had to give y'all a game. We just want to take a rest. <laughs> but if I was if I was the Miami Heat, I would close that shit out, man. I'm like, yo, we 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 getting out of here. I agree. Listen, we gonna need all our energy for them next guys. Them They're gonna need them for them. Yeah. We need to be prepared for them. They're gonna be ready for them. Yeah. yeah. Like I would be yeah. like, let's blow these motherfuckers out. Let's get to that next level. That's the series. That's, That's the series. That's gonna be the fire. Boston and Miami gonna be the fire. That uh, the 76ers should blow that team up. They definitely gotta blow it up, bro. Mm. So if definitely. it was you, who would you keep? Would you keep uh, Embiid or would you keep Simmons? Ah, man, so tough, man. You know what? I would keep. Uh, I'd probably keep Embiid, man. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, you know with that. that you know, man, that type of center, man. He's, I don't know. You know, you can always get get another type of center to to to, to switch with him once he gets tired. You know, a gangster comes in that can run and shoot, run and gun. But you can't you can't get rid of center like that, man. He, nobody like that, in, like him in the league right now. There's no nobody like that with his talent. The only thing I would do differently with a guy <laughs> like Joel Embiid is I would tell him you got to get get down in the. No, you got to get in shape. You oh, get yeah, you got to get in shape, yeah. But he got a bang, too, man. You know, like, he's shooting threes. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, I bro. don't mind the threes, but the main thing is get in shape because you can take more of those threes if you're in shape and you can take a guy off the dribble because he got a decent handle. He do have a decent handle, yeah. Seven, seven feet, taking a guy off the dribble, and then he pulls back and he takes an 18-foot jumper. That's going to yeah. make everybody else around him on the defensive end, they're going to want to play him. So now you yeah. got options to play on the post and do other things, but yeah, definitely keep MB. I was just telling like, if you're going to stay here, you got to lose weight. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I, I will put him on the post more. I'm putting him. He takes, he takes too many sp- just sporadic threes, man. I, I don't mind him shooting threes because he got the shot. He can shoot threes. Yeah. But he takes too many sporadic threes when he's supposed to be putting the man in the, on the foul line, I mean, putting them, putting them at the, you know, the rim stop under the rim. Not to knock him. Three. Not to knock yeah. him. Salute to him and what he does, but I don't think he's dominant. I don't think he's dominant. I, I see the guy I, I, gets in the paint and he bumps somebody, and when they don't call the call, he looking around like. Dude, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that's about. I don't think it's about. Did you see LeBron running through people? Running? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, man. You getting the punch right. man body this motherfucker, man. Give him that shit. You're right, man. Keep moving, man. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, and Simmons, man, Simmons can't shoot. You know, you know, Simmons dynamic, man, but he can't he can't shoot. You know, he ain't working on his jump around. He was half of what Anthony Hardaway was. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't see oh, it though. I don't see it. They gotta blow it up, man. They gotta blow it up. Get it. some shooters around them. Um and, and they'll 
I don't know because the East is get the East is getting good. Next year you got KD and again Kyrie coming back. So yeah. you got Boston, you got Boston, and you got Kemba. I mean, Kemba starting to show his why they why they t- traded Kyrie. Now Kyrie yeah. and um, KD's at Brooklyn. They're gonna yeah, but do some damage. Tatum, that young Tatum, bro. And Tatum, Tatum remind me of Grant Hill. I'm sorry, he remind me of young Grant Hill, man. Mm. I mean, he remind me of Grant Hill so much, dude. I kid you not. I kid you not, man. He's a beast, dude. He's, He's a, a beast. beast. He's so smooth, too. He's so smooth. Yeah. He'll get a good 25 on you before you know have you, have you seen that clip of him? They dissect the screen, and they put Kobe on one side, and they put him on the other. And they say he's younger than Kobe, and he learned from Kobe. And, bro, I, just, I haven't seen it. Same, you haven't seen it? I have not bro, seen it. He's doing a fadeaway, all the moves. Everything Kobe do, I was like, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> I haven't seen it, man. Yes. I haven't seen it. Young emerging star. I hope yeah. both is paying attention. They need to. They need attention. to. Because I would keep him and Kimball, and I, I would agree. keep Jalen Brown there, too. Brown, yeah. Brown is a – Jalen yes. Brown is a guy that – he is like – he like, yeah, I'm just gonna play with what's going on. Yeah, 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 also, yeah. Also, like a guy, he looks like a guy. That I, I'm gonna just go for thirty tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck it, you know. He's like Draymond Green, but he's a he's a way better offensive player. Uh, you know, he's the dirty. No, I'm just saying he's the guy to get dirty with you. He's yeah. the guy to to get dirty. You yeah. say, hey, get yeah. dirty with him. He's, he's a guy. Yeah, he's gonna do what it takes to win. He's That's right. That's right. That's right. That goddamn Tatum though. That's a different animal. Yeah, he's smooth, man. He's yeah. silky smooth. Bro, if silky he smooth. if he becomes more of of an animal, and it gotta has a mentality, anything to win, and I'm being yeah. him every day. Yeah, the league found their next one, bro. You can see he's starting to think like that, though, man. He's starting to like he's six, starting nine. to slowly put it together, slowly. He's like you know? six nine. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Can't do nothing with that. That's that T Mac, bro. That's that T-Mac. That's that T-Mac. Man, couldn't, they couldn't do shit with T-Mac, man. Yeah, you're right. You're right. T-Mac, T-Mac basically had to, like, lose games on his own. You know what I mean? You're or right, man. T-Mac yeah. was a fucking beast. He was silky smooth, too, man. He was silky smooth, too. T, T would score 30 like that on you, too, man. I mean, Bro. Before you know it, it's 30, dude. But that yeah. dribble he had, and then the head, I was like, yo. You can't do nothing with nobody like that, man. You can't do nothing with nothing like that. <laughs> Yo, guys like that, you can't you can't do nothing with that, man. No, you're right. You can't you're right, man. A dude that's six eight, six nine that can come down, give you assists, but at the same time shake you up, get to the cup, and then dish off or finish with either oh, okay. or hand. You're right, you can't do nothing with that. You can't do you can't shit do with that. Because yeah, he already yeah. looking at you like you all out of place. You all out of place. You all over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Looking at you like you shouldn't even be. Here. Yeah. You're right. He's the hybrid, man. You know, yeah. the, the little eyes too little and the big eyes too big. You know what I mean? What yeah, you gonna do? With a guy like that, man. But that's the dope part about it, man. The game is forever changing, and we're now we're in this era where the six nine, six eleven guys. They're dribblers and they're shooters now, right? Luca! Oh, holy shit, Luca Doncic, dude. Larry Bird will be proud. Luca is a beast, kid. Yeah, he's nice. Luca is a beast, kid. Nice. 
He got Have you seen those games? He got a ways to go before he, you know what I'm saying, reached that Larry Bird status, though. Larry Bird was a fucking animal, bro. I don't know. I don't know if he's got too much to go, man. I don't know. I mean, he has to put up seasons. He has to put up seasons. You can't have one season, right? Uh, you got to have eight, se- eight, eight, nine, ten Larry seasons. Larry Bird came out and touched motherfuckers with one year. And then told right. him, like, look, what do you say? I'm going to score 30 with my left hand only. <laughs> I'll beat Larry Bird ass after that game, man. My found out this motherfucker scored 30 with one hand. I'd have, I'd have been so upset. <laughs> But but that's that's the mentality of an animal, though, man. You yeah, know yeah, like, yeah. To say I'm gonna go out here, I'm gonna score thirty with my left hand, shooting with my left hand. Yep, bad motherfucker, bro. Yep, yep, yep. Bird was a beast. Yeah, this guy's a beast, man. That's why they're the greatest. Some of the greatest all time, man. You know. He was a beast. Luca, Luca got game though, man. Salute. Luca's to gonna be, you know, if they can stay healthy, like you know. I don't know Mitchell and Murray. They've been showing me something. I mean, they. I don't know if they will keep up that pace. I don't know if they can keep up that pace. That's the whole thing, man. It, it's a different game. It's a. It's a. It's an offensive game. I mean, the whole old school bloody noses and you know. I don't know. It, it's it's all about the offense. I think things will always evolve. Yeah. yeah. Right now we're just in this era where that these young guys are trying to figure out where they belong on the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Luca, Lucas, that's something different. That's something different. Yeah, man. That goddamn um, Utah Jazz Denver series was crazy too. Now. It was crazy. It was crazy, man. That was a crazy series. It was. was it's been some good basketball, man. It's been some good basketball. But even in this time, I have found a way to get to it. You know. Yeah. I found a way. Like I was, it'll send. I'll get like a notification. Excuse me, such and such team is playing. And then I hop up, oh let me, let me check it out, you know, and then you find yourself yeah. in, like, yo, he can ball. He can oh ball. yeah, yeah. It, it's weird yeah. looking at it now, but some of these guys they they, they really can ball and they really want to play ball. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a believer till I saw what he was doing to to the Clippers. I mean, Clippers got they got a whole bunch of dudes that can clamp you. You got Morris. You that got guy damn Paul George is different, man. Paul, yeah, Paul George is, yeah, he, you know. I, I he's on. Is That's a problem. That's true. He's that's on. true. He's smooth. Paul George got a smooth. I, I think he got one of the prettiest shots in the league. I mean, he's just smooth. Yeah, it's almost like he just be chilling like, I don't have to do this shit. Like You're that. right. You're right. He can turn it on. Yeah, he just be like, yeah. Tomorrow I'll go for 30. Just leave me alone right now. And I be looking at him like, because he be coming down, and he'll, just, and he'll hit you like, uh, uh. I'm like, yo, like, what the fuck? Yeah. He get to the cup, then he pull back. But he's so long, he's 6'9", 6'10". Yep, yep. Three-point line. You yep, know? he's smooth, man. He's smooth. That Clippers, that Clippers-Lakers series is going to be good, man. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. It's going to be physical, kid. If, if the Lakers can get past Houston, I know, I know, I know. Did you see it? It was on. So what? What happened? Is it over yet? Or the Houston series? Uh, the Houston Thunder series is over. Oh wait. No, wait. no, they play right now. They playing right now, man. Yeah, LA and Houston playing right now. I don't know if they played. I don't know if it's over yet, but they were playing on ESPN. On. 112 to 97. 
Houston won? Yes. Okay, it's gonna be tough to it's gonna be tough for them to beat Houston, man. Yeah, series, man. With all of those smalls, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see how they try to match up because I don't know. I just don't know how they. How do you play? I don't know. How do you use Anthony Davis in that situation? That's what I'm saying. And, and you know, Anthony Davis a beast too. I wasn't sold on AD until I, I mean, because I, I hadn't seen him much when he was playing for uh, the Pelicans, but. That dude's a beast too, man. I gotta give him his props. He got, he got game too. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a hell of a series right there. Bro. It is, it is. They're gonna have to switch up though. Run. He's gonna have to just come out and start punching people in the mouth right away. Like he's gonna have to run a score up. Because <laughs> he, I'm just, and I'm only saying that because he's gonna have to at at some point, he's going to have to find a way to sit down. Right. Oh, you're right. You're right. They're gonna have to be able to sit down and, and take some time off and let Anthony Davis go to go to work. So yeah. in that aspect, you need to punch these teams in the mouth right away so you can go sit down for the second quarter or the third quarter, and then you come back in. And then yeah, LeBron should, be, LeBron should get off on this series. I mean, they don't got nobody that can stick them. I mean, nah, they don't have nobody that can stick them. They don't have anybody over 6'5". No, you're right. Yeah, nobody over 6'5". I mean, but, but because they're playing small ball. And the thing That's about them is they're going to play small ball regardless of what you do. They're going to try That's to make right. Yeah. They're gonna make you play their game, so you gotta, like you say, you gotta punch them in the mouth. Yeah, it's gonna be it's your game. You know, like I said, you gotta come right away. Mm, mm. No, you're right. You're right, man. Yeah, you have to give it to them. You're right, kid. Yes, sir. Man, I could talk to you all night, man. We're gonna have to, yeah, <laughs> have to cut yeah, this off, man. Yeah, I don't want to keep you no longer, and you know, holy crap, we can talk all night, man. Yeah, we we'll do another one. Put me on the calendar and put yeah. me on the calendar. This way we get our time in on a Friday night. We just like Absolutely. dial in and we can drink and talk, man. Yes, Let's sir. It. Let's do it. Uh, you got a family and I'm trying to make a family. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so life is good. I hear you. Brother. I hear you. All right, man. My God, I love you, man. I love you too, bro. I love Appreciate you too. Appreciate you uh, doing this with me, bro. Anytime, anytime. Put me on the calendar. Put me on the calendar. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Love you, bro. Love you, kid. Yep. Later.